0: What's up, guys? This is Joe Blair, host of the Sports Gamble Ramble. I want to take a few seconds here to tell you guys about the Anchor app by Spotify. It is the app that I use to record and promote all of these episodes that you guys have been listening to. It's super easy to use. It's free to download. Uh, gives you the ability to edit and launch your podcast right from your phone or computer. Um, ton of upside to this. Super user-friendly uh, and also gives you the ability to monetize your podcast and record. Nifty little ad reads like this. So, you know, if you're ever interested in starting your own podcast or know anyone that is, uh, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And thank you for listening. Welcome back, SGR44. And in this episode, uh, we are talking about my team futures for the 2021 NFL season. Uh, some of these are going to be pretty straightforward: team to win their division, team to win the Super Bowl. Um, some other ones are going to be a little bit more off the walls. I've got a couple division winner parlays here that I want to share with you guys at bigger odds. Um I picked the team to have the least amount of wins. i picked the team to uh have the most wins i have uh you know the team to allow the fewest points on defense so some more exotic props here that we're gonna be talking about, but a lot of different ways that you can uh approach this n f l season um I've got thirteen picks for you on this episode also just like the uh player props i didn't really mean for it to work out that way, but that's how it went so let's get into it guys. Um, The first future that I bet this offseason, I took this one all the way back in May, um, shortly after the NFL draft. I took the Washington football team to win the NFC East at two to one odds. We are talking plus 200. Um, So I really like Washington. I've talked about them a lot. I don't really feel the need to repeat myself here. I think anyone who's been listening to these understands that. I think Washington is clearly the best team in their division. Dallas doesn't scare me. I don't care about their offensive firepower until they get a defense and a better head coach. Uh, Washington, with the upgrade of Ryan Fitzpatrick at QB – Uh, Compared to the shell of Alex Smith and the waste of space that is Dwayne Haskins, you know, I think this football team has a ton of room to improve this year, bringing in Curtis Samuel, third year for Terry McLaurin, second year for Antonio Gibson. I love the weapons on offense, and the defense is the best in the NFL. Not just one of the best, they are the best. So I think that they're clearly the best team in their division. The Giants and Eagles should struggle this year, and Dallas just doesn't impress me. Uh, We'll move on. Uh, Another division winner, I've got the Titans to win the AFC South at minus 140. You guys know I'm a big Titans guy. Uh, I love them the past two years. Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. That offense is awesome. Super efficient. They also added Julio Jones. I can't wait to, the, to see what that does for the entire offense again this year. Um, the defense is a little suspect, but good leadership, good coaching by uh, Mike Vrabel, some talent on that front Seven. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons and uh, a couple of the linebackers look to be promising. The defense in the secondary is suspect. Uh, but I don't, I think their division's super easy. The Jags and Texans neither will challenge. It's really just about can this team win more games than the Colts this year? And I think they can. Uh, the Colts have question marks. You know, Carson Wentz himself is one of the biggest question marks in the entire NFL. Um, you know, some uh, COVID issues, some injury issues this off season. Uh, I like the Titans better, so not wasting too much time on that. But my next pick it does involve the Titans, so I guess um, you know, we'll keep that conversation going a little. Uh, I've got three division winning parlays that I have here, and the first one does involve the Titans. The Titans and the Bucks both win their division plus one fifty. So both are the clear front runners. Um, I think the Bucks are like minus 200 to win their division, if not higher. And the Titans are minus 140. So you combine the two. You need both uh, favorites to win their respective AFC and NFC Souths. And you get positive odds, plus 150. You put 100 on it, you win 150. So uh, I like that value there. I think both should handle their division. I think Tampa Bay to win their division is as close to a lock as you can get. Tampa Bay, Kansas City, and Green Bay are really the three locks to win their divisions. And I did, I used all of them in these parlays. So first one is Tennessee and Tampa Bay at plus 150. Second one is the Chiefs and the Rams, both win their divisions at plus 285. Now, The Chiefs, like I said, pretty close to a lock. Don't need to talk about it. But the Rams is interesting. You know, I found myself really wanting to back the Rams in that NFC West this year. But um, it is a little sketchy with the talent that is in that division. The 49ers could be good and they have a really soft schedule. And uh, Seattle and Arizona both, you know, not um, bad teams at all. Seattle won the division last year. Uh, although I think that they didn't have the best offseason. All those teams are dangerous, Um, but I did want to stake in the Rams, and so I felt like parlaying it with the Chiefs to win their division was the best way for me to do that because instead of getting, like, plus 150 on the Rams, it's basically just a Rams win their division at 285. As long as the Chiefs stay healthy, obviously injury can derail any bet or any team's season. But as long as things go how we expect them to, it's really just a bet that the Rams can sneak out the NFC West at 285 odds. So I like that. And this next one's pretty similar. I talked about the Packers being a lock to win the NFC North. I'm not even going to waste time on that. But the Steelers are the one that I paired with the Packers for this one. And I got eight to one odds plus 800 that Pittsburgh and Green Bay win their divisions. Now, Pittsburgh is tough. I know that everybody loves the Ravens and the Browns. I get it. But I've talked, you know, over the last week or so about how I'm rising on the Steelers team. The defense will still be good, and the offense looks like it corrected their problems from the end of last season. And the fact that Pittsburgh is four to one to win their division, Green Bay is minus 180 to win theirs. So Green Bay is a massive favorite. But by combining these two bets, I get double the odds on Pittsburgh. Instead of four to one, it's eight to one. Just by adding the fact that Green Bay is able to handle the NFC North, to me, that's stealing money. Now, look. Pittsburgh is not a lock to win their division. I'm taking a long shot on the Steelers as the third favorite in their division. But if they can get the difficult part of that parlay done, Green Bay easily walks away with the NFC North. And instead of betting Pittsburgh at 4-1, to one, I got them at 8-1. to one. So um, really, really liking some of those as far as the ability to combine these uh, favorites within the division for a better payout. Really like that one um last one i thought about taking with that but i didn't want to double down on green bay you can get washington and green bay at four to one and i like that too but i already have futures on those teams so i didn't want to overexpose myself uh there's a lot of those that are fun though if you believe in one of these long shots if you believe in a team like the rams 49ers uh to win their division with some murky odds or if you believe in one of these afc north teams with some murkier odds you can really get good value on some of these by pairing them with a big favorite So that's enough about that. But those I've I've looked at those division winner parlays way too much over the last week. And those are really fun for me. Um, Next, uh, while we're talking about the upside of Pittsburgh uh, and the potential of Pittsburgh to win that AFC North, I've got another one that I took on the Steelers. Um, AFC North exact order. So this has to happen in the order that I list them. Pittsburgh wins the division, Baltimore comes in second, Cleveland comes in third and Cincinnati comes in fourth in the AFC North plus 800. So same odds as Pittsburgh and Green Bay to win their divisions. Now, this is just how I feel about the division. Is it could this blow up in my face? Could Cleveland take the division even though I've got them finishing third? Absolutely. They have a great roster, but at the 8 to 1, like I said, I just I can't help but invest in the Steelers team again because they started the season 11-0 last year, and they fixed a lot of the issues that they had at the end of the season. I'm not saying they're going to, you know, manhandle their division like they did for most of the season last year, but at 8-1 to one odds and some of the even long-shotter odds on, you know, their Super Bowl future and other shit, it's just it's crazy value on this Pittsburgh team that I think has potential to still be maybe like a top-seven team in the NFL if if they can stay healthy and things work out right, you know? So I love that value. I took another exact order on divisions and I went back to the NFC East. I've told you guys, you know, I'm not even questioning. I think Washington wins that division. And then the rest of it is just who sucks the least. Right. Um, And so I've got that division finishing Washington first, Dallas second, Philadelphia third and the New York Giants fourth. And that's at plus 700 odds. So that, I think, is a really good value, too. Um, would it surprise me if the Eagles come in last? No, it won't surprise I think the Eagles suck, guys, and I'm an Eagles fan. I think they're going to suck this year. I think we're going to get uh, fucking wrecked by Atlanta week one, and people are going to just really start to realize, okay, this Eagles team is dog shit because um, Atlanta's going to make us look bad, and they're not going to be good either. But not to get too far into that. Uh, If Washington can handle the division, Dallas plays their typical mediocre selves. And then just the Giants, I'm hearing such horrible vibes out of Giants camp right now, you know, with Joe Judge running um, camp like fucking Mussolini up there and veterans retiring and Daniel Jones just being Daniel Jones. Uh, I think it's worth a stab at seven to one for that division to shake out like that. For sure. And then where are we going? I got the team to finish with the fewest regular season wins. Now, really, there's only two teams worth betting in this category. It's the Texans at plus 250 and the Lions at plus 350. I bet on the Texans at plus 250. Um, and it's uh, they have a brutal schedule. You know, I think they're the worst team in their division. I have said uh, on my Bold Predictions episode, I've got the Texans winning week one against Jacksonville. But I think that they <laughs> they might be done there, right? This team could legitimately go 1-16, uh, Jacksonville one week, one last year, and then went 0-15 the rest of the season. So we've seen teams do that before. And uh, to me, yeah, just difficult schedule, um, incompetent coaching staff, you know, not a lot of firepower, bad defense uh yeah at plus 250 i think it's pretty good return on value it's either going to be the texans or the lions guys so you can get if you think the lions will suck worse plus 350 so just take a shot on one of those fuck bet them both and as long as one hits you still get a positive return um it would really surprise me if another team had the number one pick uh i think jacksonville atlanta philadelphia cincinnati new york i uh both new york teams could suck a lot but um, yeah, Detroit or, or Houston. I've been saying it all summer. Next, I've got the team with the most regular season wins. This one I'm not crazy about, but I just, I really did think that it's really good value. I, I took the Packers at 19 to one. Um, and yeah, they're not the favorite, but that's why I bet it is because out of out of all the teams with more long shot values, I thought this was a team that could do this. Now, I'll admit that the Packers schedule is a little bit tough this year with some tougher out-of-division opponents with a first-place schedule. And after looking at the schedules, I will say if I had to go back and actually pick this, I'd probably bet on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to have the most wins, but their odds are nowhere close to 19-1. to 1. They're the odds-on favorite, right? It's the Chiefs and Bucks are the favorites and we're just getting a huge value on all of our green bay props this offseason because of the Aaron Rodgers drama. Although if you ask me there is no drama right now. Rodgers is at camp, he's starting, he's the returning MVP. Why are people discounting this Packers team? I don't get it. So I'm just I'm taking all the stock. You can see there's two, three, four teams that I've really been super invested in from a future standpoint here. It's basically the Packers, Redskins, Titans and Steelers for me, right? Um, just based on their expected value and the fact that, like I said, this Green Bay team could easily sweep their division and rack up 13-14 wins. And the fact that they're listed at 19-1 to 1 is an incredible value for me. Uh, this next one, team to allow the fewest regular season points. So this is what defense is going to rank number one in points allowed. And this one I absolutely love. I um, I, I kind of want to go and bet more on this. But I took Washington at plus 1096. So let's call that 11-1 to 1, just for the sake of rounding numbers. Um, Washington plays in one of the worst, worst divisions in the league. I think with – do I have to go over the depth chart on defense? They have five fucking like all-pro pass rushers on their D-line. Matt Ioannidis, their fifth guy, best bench pass rusher in the NFL probably. He'd be a starter on – Nine out of 10 NFL teams, but it's just the fact that he has Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, and Deron Payne all ahead of him that he's a rotational guy. But that D-line is so fucking stacked. Uh, Kelly Holcomb and Jameen Davis are two mean linebackers patrolling the middle of the field. And then that secondary is good, too. Cameron Curl, William Jackson the third. Um, I know I'm leaving another guy out there, but they have so much talent on that defense, uh, and they play in the NFC East. You know, I think they shit on the Giants twice. I think they shit on the Eagles twice. Dallas, yeah, Dallas can put up some points. But this Washington team with the schedule that they have, the talent that they have on defense, they finished second in uh, points per game last year. um, I believe only two or not. ah, Sorry, guys. They didn't finish second in points per game, but they finished second in yards per game last year, and they were top four in points per game. So they have the ability to get up there. The team that led in points per game last year was the Rams, and I think that they've lost a few pieces on defense. Troy Hill, John Johnson, Sam, uh, Samson uh, Ibukum, uh, they're all gone. So in my opinion, for this Redskins team to be going off at 11-1 to allow the fewest points in the league, it is looking fucking good to me. I love this bet. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to finish it up with three Super Bowl futures. And then we're going to get out of here, guys. So we're doing good here. This should be under 20 minutes, roughly. And I've got three Super Bowl futures right now. And I just want to disclose, you know, whenever I bet a Super Bowl future, I'm not necessarily expecting that team to win the Super Bowl. A lot of these are based on, again, uh, their value on the odds based on how I perceive this team to perform. Uh, I've got three here, and just the odds are so inflated to me that it's worth a value. And if you get into the playoffs with these teams at these odds, it gives you room to hedge your bet if you need to. You can go and chip into it and bet against this team and try and you know limit your risk or even guarantee some profits. So let's get into it. The first one is Green Bay at 17-1. to 1. I bet this back in May also. This was mid-Aaron Rodgers holdout. So if you look at the odds now, I'm seeing Green Bay at 900, maybe 1,000 on other sites. So their odds have gone down almost in half since I bet this. But I'm going into the season with a Packers 17-1 to Super Bowl ticket. I think Rodgers is motivated. He wants to fucking win another ring, maybe two, maybe three, before he retires. The fact that he only has one at this point in his career is almost a joke. And he doesn't want to finish, I think, the next Drew Brees where he – just fails to get over the hump during that final uh, chapter of his career. So Packers at 17 to one has extreme value to me. I don't need to talk about them anymore. Uh, the Titans I got at almost 24 to one, it's 2350. I actually feel stupid because another one of my books has them at 2800 and I fucking took the 2350, but uh, it's still really good value to me. I told you guys, I expect them to win their division. They were just in the AFC championship two years ago. People forget uh, but Derrick Henry in January is a tough guy to stop I think they have the firepower Tannehill AJ Brown Julio Jones Derrick Henry I've talked up the Titans enough where you guys think that um you guys understand how I feel about them I think they have the potential to make a run specifically built around that physical running game in January you know NFL linebackers after uh Uh, Being beat up for the last uh, four months, probably not feeling like tackling Derrick Henry a whole lot in like 20 degree weather. So they're capable. And then the last one, no surprise, but this value was insane to me. I'm taking the Steelers, and it's 40 to one, guys. 40 to one on a team that started last year 11 and 0. Again, I'm not expecting the Steelers to win the Super Bowl. I think there's a lot of teams with better odds. Clearly. But at 40 to one, as far as if we're talking teams that have a chance, that's just straight up disrespectful. I can't help it. Again, the guys, I've told you, but I took the Steelers to win their division. I took them to go over their win total and I took them to win the Super Bowl because the the numbers just don't add up, in my opinion. Um I don't really need to explain it. I've told you guys my thoughts on the Steelers, but for a team that started 11-0 last year, has a chance to make a run, has all the talent on the roster that you need, and is well coached, 40-1 to 1 is ridiculous. They get in, they win a playoff game. You're hedging from there on out, and you're making money. So those are my player props, guys. Um Fun couple episodes today. I think I'm going to get you one on my season predictions for the uh, major awards. Uh, Coach of the year, MVP, Offensive-Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive-Defensive Rookie of the Year. That'll probably be it. Uh, Maybe Comeback Player of the Year, too, if we get into it. but um other than that you know i'm gonna start working on my week one research here i'll get you guys a preview on the bucks cowboys thursday night opener and then i'll get you another episode either friday or saturday so you have some information going into sunday so let's get it guys we are officially in week one happy labor day i haven't even mentioned that because i'm in here fucking working and researching all weekend but um Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there, guys. Thank you for listening. SGR44. Go play some futures. Go make some money. Look at some of those division player prop uh, parlays because those are a lot of fun. Thanks again. Ramble on.